Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. I'm Julie, mom of twins, and I'm here to bring you self-awareness infused strategies to get you through the day without feeling so scattered. Let me start today by asking you a question. Do you ever look around your home and get overwhelmed by the clutter everywhere? Or maybe it's just one room or one area, but you're overwhelmed nonetheless. If you're a mom, that's pretty much going to be a resounding yes. (laughs) I feel pretty confident. Well, that overwhelm sticks with you. And today we chat about the shift that happens from a before and after of an organized home. And as much as I would love to pass a magic wand through the screen to take it away for you, I cannot. But our guest today, Samantha Brown, host of the Pro Organizers Coach podcast, does have a magic wand method to get you started. So stick with us through this combo to get yourself in the progress zone. And don't miss her really kind offer of a discounted decluttering strategy session. I've got that linked in the show notes. You're never going to regret making your home a less cluttered, more peaceful space. And let me know if you use her photo trick that you're going to hear about soon. All right, let's jump in. All right, I'm so excited to have you, Samantha, on the show today. We are going to really talk about the transformation that an organized home does, like why we have that. So before we get into it, please introduce yourself. Let us get to know you a little bit. Oh my goodness, Julie. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited. So my name is Samantha Brown. I am from Knoxville, Tennessee. I am a professional organizer kind of by day, so to speak. Um, And then I also have a podcast called Pro Organizers Coach, where I teach other women, um, specifically Christian entrepreneurs, to start their own professional organizing business. But then I also... Like I work with clients on a daily basis as a professional organizer. So I'm still organizing homes and working with clients, but then I'm also teaching other people how to do it the way that I have learned over the past few years, how to structure my business. So you're bringing all the things to the table, which we will get into, but I would love to start out with just another, like, can't say it enough, how much the status of our home, like the level of stuff impacts our mindset. And I know I come from a place where I was in that space for a while. And I was just the anxiety, I don't even have anxiety, but I was just like, so anxious, because there was so much clutter. So I would just love for you to kind of dig into that a little bit of like what you found really is the connection of our stuff and our mindset. Yeah, 100%. Um, So I actually have a great example, which I love when God does this. But right before we hit record, One of my clients called me that we're getting ready to do our second session like day after tomorrow. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm freaking out. I don't know. You know, what are our next steps? What are we going to do? Like, I mean, she was panicking because, you know, the idea of me coming into her home and us going through her stuff. And, you know, it's very it's not just our stuff. Like, it's not just physical. And when I first started my organizing business, I thought, oh, I'm going to go in and physically help people declutter their homes. I'll become their hands and feet, so to speak. And TV, like the home edit, God love them girls, but they make it seem like, oh, you just leave for the day. I'm going to do all of the work. I'm going to make it beautiful. And then you're going to come home to a perfectly organized house. And while technically, I guess you could do that, 
there's no growth in that whatsoever. And it's kind of, it's almost falsely leading people down this narrative of like, oh, it can just be done for me. When really the first step is decluttering and they're called the home edit. They talk about editing very few and far between. But when you look at that editing piece, the majority of my clients, we actually end up decluttering 90% of the time. And I very rarely have to even order bins and baskets because once we declutter the space, all of a sudden it feels organized. It feels better. But if they're not there to help me walk through, oh, do you use this? Do you not? How often is this used? How do I know what to get rid of in your space? I don't. And I guess you could just do like a reset and start all over, but it's not very, A, it wouldn't be cheap (laughs) to like start all over with everything. And B, even once I leave, you still have to maintain this. So we have to make it organized in a way that it's going to work for you. And so the way that it has shown up, I almost immediately went and got certified as a life coach because I realized emotionally people are not just attached to our stuff, but our home as women is a representation of who we are. So if you look around your home, it can kind of let you know, like, am I super, like you said, do I have a lot of anxiety because there's stuff everywhere Or am I very organized and type A and everything needs its own little space and almost like overly so? You know, you can almost tell what type of personality you are. That's why we have decorations and these things that like you can walk into someone's space and feel who they are because it is a representation of them and their thoughts and how they feel and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so I guess my point in all of that is just, when you, if you can look at your space and, a, and kind of a um, tip that I've learned over the years is actually if you take a photo of the room. So when you live in it, you don't notice the stuff that's kind of like the pile in the corner and the, you know, whatever that's going on. I don't know what happens in our brain, but when you take a photo and then you look at the photo, you can actually see what it really looks like. Yeah, for better or worse. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That is so true. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't know, you see, it's like you see a picture of yourself and you're like, well, but you see the background and you're like, oh man, I didn't realize how messy that corner looks (laughs) over there. Like, it's so true, that perspective shift of what we're blind to when we're just living in it versus poster in front of us. Like, oh, yeah, if someone else walked in my house, this is not feeling the way I thought it was feeling. Yes, 100%. And, you know, it also, um, like the photo thing, I actually use that with my clients. So at the beginning of a session, I'll take photos for the befores and afters, of course. But also at the end of the session, I've learned if I show the client the before photo while we're standing in the after, it helps them realize how much we really got accomplished that day and how different their space really does look just from the decluttering session. Yeah, because it has to mean something. And and what you were talking about before, like, yes, we want the magic wand to fix it all. But then we haven't learned the skills of decision making of what really is important, what we want the space to function like what how we want to use it. Like, if you don't go through that process, then you have no frame of reference of what to keep in the future and how to maintain that like you miss, you know, I mean, the journey is always the hardest part we want to jump from a to b like totally guilty and god always he's all about the journey and you're like (laughs) oh but you have to 
you have to learn it to yeah well and and the best lessons like they're always the best but you know that's always in hindsight <laughs> but going through it like you said it's the journey and those times that got, that you're like okay god i thought i already learned this like didn't i already go through this before like do i have to go through it again and then he's like gently like come on all right let's learn this you know there's always almost like a deeper layer to learn but what I've realized over the time of like walking with God and helping other clients and the life coaching and just all of the things that I've done is that there really is like progress over perfection really is a good like thought process, right? Because I used to be the type that it's either all or nothing, either it's perfect or it's just awful. <laughs> and now I've kind of realized it's normally not one or the other. It's just this kind of mix. And if I can at least keep it in the progress zone of like, okay, today I've at least made 1% better progress in my business or in my home or as a mom or whatever that thing is, better than I did yesterday, well, then I'm at least on the right trajectory in my life, you know? And I think it's the same with our homes. Like it, we can't just come in and fix it, boom, it's done. But we can make progress as we like, you know, go through time frames. But I think kind of like the lady that called me today, she was in that place of either all or nothing. She was panicking like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do Saturday? And I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's look at the progress we've made so far. Quit looking at everything we still have to do. And let's just take this one step at a time, because if we don't, we're both going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and that's the problem is that we take it as the whole house, the whole home. We're looking at the whole thing and we're rightfully so overwhelmed by the whole project. And that's why, that's why it is a journey that we don't jump from A to B, that we do have to chisel away at it and get laser focused on one piece and see that progress and feel good with that and let that soak in and make those steps. Unless you got a whole hidden team behind the cameras of completely transforming a house in one day, that is, it's like literally not possible for you to even make all those decisions to decline. No, organized. <laughs> 100%. It is. Yeah. It's not even an option to me. Like when I go in to help people, because I'm not only worried about their physical space. I'm also worried about their emotional health and their spiritual journey, if they'll allow me or, you know, like them being as a whole person, not just their home. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of miss this opportunity when they're working with organizers is they're like, oh, just do it for me. But it's like, if you can get in there and do it with the organizer, if, if it's the right organizer that's actually worried about your mental health, and like, let's talk this out. I've had sessions before where we got very few physical things done. But the next time I come back, the husband's like, thank you so much for that talk you had with her last time. Or, you know, like there's so many things as women that we keep to ourselves. Half the time we don't even have time to think about, oh, let me go to a therapist or let me go to a, you know, life coach or whatever, which is why I went and got certified because I'm like, if I can marry the two things of being a life coach with being an organizer, then even if it's just for that moment that I can help this mom or this woman or whatever, then at least she gets a glimmer of hope for a few moments and, and doesn't have to feel like the weight of the whole world is squarely on her shoulders. You know, like someone's in there with her and doing this together. For sure. And that's such a perfect blend because it, it's true. If, if it was just stuff, it would be easy to fix. Like if we didn't have 
feelings about it or emotional connections, then yeah, no problem. But that's why it is hard. And that's why you have to deal with those harder pieces. So I would love to hear a little bit of your experience personally going through being in the position of overwhelmed with the stuff and knowing that there is emotional attachment and it's messy in in all levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like how you go to moving towards an organized home when you're when you're in it, you're realizing you're just yeah, yeah, messy. What do I do? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, and for me, so like, I, which you've also got to look at what season you're in, in my opinion. Like, do you have little ones? Do you have a baby? Do you, you know, like when they're little, it is very hard to be like the perfectly organized mom with like all of the systems you like, obviously you can have systems, but my point is just looking at what season of life am I in? And I can say that now that my kids are teenagers and in high school, you know, like looking back. So when my kids were little, I didn't give myself enough grace that my kids were little and I was just in that season, but it would pass. I kept, I I would always feel this like pressure to be perfect. I was the mom falling behind my kids, picking up like every little Cheerio. And then I'd get so overwhelmed that I would do nothing. And then by the time I'd have company or my mother-in-law would come over, I'd be throwing everything in the bedroom, you know, just to like shut the door because I had company on the way over kind of thing. Um, So it would look pretty for the company, you know, and I think because I was so hard on myself then by the time my kids got into like elementary school age, because they're about three years apart, when they got into elementary school age, all of a sudden I was in this place of I still had like baby toys and baby blankets and like all of a sudden all of this stuff was just around me and it was like, My anxiety, like you said, was through the roof and I was constantly yelling at my husband and I was like, I was just stressed 24-7 with the kids, with the husband, with the home, with the everything. But there were these two rooms in particular that were giving me such anxiety that even when I was away from the home, I could feel the weight of them because I was still thinking about them and, but I was never actually doing anything about them. And the two rooms that bothered me in particular was my closet and then my pantry. They both drove me nuts. Now, my kids' rooms, they were great because I was the type of mom that was like, oh, I got to pick up after my kids. Well, by the time I got done doing their room and it was time for dinner and dishes and homework and blah, blah, baths, whatever, I never had time to do my stuff. So, of course, the areas that, that I was responsible for, essentially, were the ones that got put to the back burner to the point where I literally was afraid to open my closet because it honestly was going to fall out. Like one of those horrible things you see. And I finally like enough was enough. And I was like, all right, I have got to fix this because I can no longer live this way. Like I just can't. And I, you know, almost out of like a survival mode instinct kind of thing, like I was done. So I just picked two days and went at it. And I was like, everyone leave me alone. I think it was like over a weekend, maybe when like the kids didn't have school, nothing was going on. It's like, everyone go do their own thing. Leave me alone. I'm focused. You know, I'm getting this done. So long story short, I ended up pulling out of this teeny tiny little one door closet that was not a walk-in by any means. It was just a door with two rods. Out of that small closet, I ended up throwing out or donating seven contractor bags, black, big, huge contractor bags, seven of them, and still had it full with stuff hanging in it that I kept. Like that is how much crap I had shoved in there over the years. 
Um, it was almost like my dirty little secret, that little closet, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's surprising what we can cram in a little space. We have no idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I literally, I mean, I pulled it all out. It was in the floor. It was on the beds. I mean, it was everywhere. And I was like, that can go that like I was just done. Um, and then the next day I did the stuff for my pantry. But after the, just that action of those two rooms, and it did take two almost whole days to go through because it had been so long since I had looked at either one of them. But once I got them done, the weight that came off of me was almost like angels singing. <laughs> like, I don't even, I can't even describe to you. Like I still get chill bumps just thinking about that feeling of like once that weekend was done and, and those two areas, every time I'd get ready and I'd open my door, I was like, oh. And then I'd go to make food and I'd open my pantry. And again, it was like, ah, <laughs> you know, and so it changed my entire life doing those two rooms that were weighing me down. I totally get it. Cause I know I love to declutter and organize a space and then just like keep looking at it. Every time you use it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> like I can see everything. It's all organized. And it just, and that's a sign of realizing how much of an impact that it has on us. When we do that, like clearly how much it's weighing on you when it's a mess and you can't find what you need and everything's just shoved in there and you're feeling guilty about it to having it work for you and be organized and just like the literal joy that it brings is amazing. And that's where I want to bring out for people to understand this before and after. It's not just like, oh, you should organize just because that's what you should do. It's literal massive impact on your well-being and just your happiness level in your home. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I've always heard it said that as women, we're the thermostat of the home. And it's so true because, you know, those those little sayings like happy wife, happy life, or if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. They're true. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You know, and so as women, we're so busy caring for our loved ones. We a lot of times neglect ourselves, but we do it at a detriment to our loved ones. We think we're helping them when really over time, all of a sudden we are so overwhelmed that we're taking it out on them. And then we don't know how to get back to that place of like, you know, not feeling overwhelmed. And then we like survival mode kicks in and it's and then you're just barely making it through the day. Just, you know, hoping everyone gets a shower and some food and you're happy. <laughs> like it's a hard place to live as a mom, which is why I was saying like step one, honestly, if it were me giving advice, it would almost be like first look at the season you're in. Because, again, if your kids are little or they're elementary school age. Like, give yourself some grace and be like, okay, it's all right. Like, wherever I've gotten up to till this day, maybe this is my moment. Maybe this, you know, fall break or this weekend, let me just put some days on the calendar that maybe I can start, you know, going through some of my stuff that is bothering me or whatever that looks like. But what are those little teeny tiny steps that I can do now to help make a greater impact for moving forward instead of just looking back? feeling so much guilt about where I am now and then getting stuck in that. Like that's no way to live. So first it starts with us giving ourselves grace. So we're not in that guilt mode because we can't get anywhere when we're feeling guilty as moms and wives and women. Yeah, for sure. All, all the intense feelings of, of guilt or I would say it's resentment and bitterness build when you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious about your space and you're trying to take care of your family, but that's where that shift happens if you begin 
snapping at everyone all the time because you're mad that you're having to deal with so much stuff and it's so hard. And yeah, it's just like no good <laughs> for anyone when you're in that, when you don't realize you catch yourself like yelling at your husband or your kids all the time. And, and you're like, why am I so short tempered and all that? Well, look around your space, look around your room. And that could be a trigger for you of realizing like, Hey, you're a good mom. It's okay. You're just overwhelmed by your space and it's getting taken out on everyone else. Right. And, and that you're not alone. It's not just you as a woman or mom or wife that does that. Like, I think a lot of times when we're in that place of taking on that guilt, we feel so alone. Like we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm such a horrible person. And then, the, you know, just all the, it goes one, one thing on top of another to the point where we can't see a way out. And that's why I was saying we've got to have grace as step one. And then kind of step two, like, you know, I was saying a minute ago, whether it's putting a day on our calendar, whether it's deciding, okay, right now, while I feel the energy, let me go ahead and dive in. If I've got an hour or two, let me set a timer, like whatever those things are that help them you know, you listening, like whatever it is that would help you as you are moving forward, you know, because for me, what's helping me might be different than what helps you, Julie, or what helps the person listening, or, you know, we've got to find what works for us. And for some people setting a timer and knowing, okay, I'm going to go as much as I can for this amount of time. And then I'm not going to think about it again until tomorrow at this time, or, you know, whatever schedule they want to set up. For some people, that's the best course of action. Because they're like, okay, for this amount of time, I'm going to just dive in, get it done, and then I'm going to move on. And that keeps the overwhelm from, you know, because the idea of like pulling everything out and going through the whole thing and it being like a three or four hour process minimum is very overwhelming to some people. And so, but then for others, it might be the exact opposite. Like you might be like, oh my gosh, okay, now I'm ready to get into all of the things. I'm ready to dive in. I'm just going to you know, and so for someone like that, that's, you know, just ready to do it, I would say, think of what area in your home gives you the most stress. Cause that's what I do with my clients. Whenever I get to their home and we're doing the consultation is, okay, if you could wave a magic wand and only one room got fixed, what room would that be? Cause if you only had one session, that's all you had, you know, and that helps me know what area is giving them the most stress. Cause if they're like, oh, my kitchen or my bedroom or whatever it is. Because if they think, oh, I've only got one session, wh where would I use my magic wand? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a great way to do it, though, because that's part of the problem of like, oh, I don't even know where to start because it's all terrible and I want it all fixed. But to do it under the lens of like, okay, I won this free magic wand <laughs> session where someone's going to come in. I have to choose. I can only tell them one room that makes you pick something and realize for yourself where to start. So I love that practical approach to figure out where to start. Yeah. That's and then honestly, the other practical pieces, like as an organizer, when I go in for the actual session, once we've picked the room, literally there have been times that I've walked in and I look at the whole thing and I'm like, uh oh, what have I gotten myself into? And then I have to like look back down and be like, okay, just pick somewhere and start. Literally, like it's as simple as that. Just pick somewhere and start. Because once you start pulling it out and looking at it, now, of course, you're going to want like bags around you. Like a, um, I do it in two bags. So a lot of organizers do three. I think that's too many decisions to have to make. Like we need it as simple as possible. So I do two bags. One is release, like donation, and the other one's trash. 
And literally, that's all you need are those two bags. And then you can just literally dive straight in and start picking up items one at a time. Don't look at anything else. Don't look in your peripherals. <laughs> Nowhere else. Turn on some music. Make it fun. You know, and that's why I was saying that would also be the time that if if you feel like you can only do it for a certain period of time, set the timer, turn on the music. And then for that amount of time, just dive in. Just start looking at one item after another. There will be a few items that you're like, I don't know. Do I keep it or do I release it? And then if I release it, is it donation or trash? But the, between the keep and release, every now and then, there'll be that one or two items that you're not sure about. Okay, make a teeny tiny maybe pile. I'm not saying everything goes in the maybe pile. But the maybe pile is where when someone gets stuck on one item and they're so stuck that we can't even move forward. I'm like, okay, stick it in the maybe in the maybe pile. We'll come back to that. Because if you do the maybe pile at the end of, of the session or the time frame, then by then you've already made so many other decisions. It's a little easier to decide on that maybe pile than maybe it was when you were first getting started. Yeah, that's a great point. I love these. And you guys, this is all just really helpful, practical tips and that whole self-awareness lens of, I think it's really helpful to go into it before you start to say like, okay, what process is going to work? So I love the idea of music. Like if you are someone who's like, I have 20 minutes that I will go all in, like pick your four or five songs or whatever mm -hmm. and make it fun with music. Like that's your cutoff is the songs where I'm the other, I'm like, that is just torturous to me because I'm like, no, I want to give me the multi-hour, like, let's do the thing. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what what works for you. And also, I would say the flexibility of in a particular space, it may be too, there may be different spaces where you're like, okay, you know what, this space, maybe I do need the timer method versus all <laughs> right. in. So I would say too, like flexibility of like, depending on what you're working with being open, like whatever you pick day one doesn't have to be the same process. Yeah. And it's, it goes back to the 1% method thing. Like as long as I have a plan and I'm taking the next step and then, you know, looking at myself and giving myself that grace of, you know, I did a good job today. Like I did better today than I did yesterday, or I have a plan tomorrow to do better than I'm doing today. Great. Let's keep moving forward. Like there's no point in looking backwards and making myself get stuck because that guilt, that shame, all of those things, all that does is get us stuck to where there's no progress. There's no nothing. And then we're just living in that. And, you know, so whatever that is that would help you feel that, I, I think as women, we actually know what would help us. Like deep down, we know if we could set aside a day or two and do something to our home, what area would help me the most, right? But then for some of us, our mom guilt or our wife guilt or, oh, well, I should do my kids' rooms because as a good mom, that's what a good mom would do, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like those doubts and stuff would creep in. Whatever that first gut instinct is of like, if I had the magic wand, this is the area I would do. Go start there for yourself because as soon as you feel better, then we'll get to the kids' rooms. We can always get to those later because we know as moms, we can always do our kids' rooms. We will force ourselves to do our kids' rooms. Yeah, you have the mental break of like, I can't even walk in here. Like, we're dealing with this right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you have the rage clean or the rage organized moment. Uh, yeah. 
that'll always just something constantly in your face. And it's easy to deal with what's the biggest fire, so to speak, in front of you. But then that's how you end up with the closet full of bags. It's not screaming loud enough and you're not tripping over it. I just love coming back to just the whole premise here of before and after and remembering like the feelings of before doing the crazy full closet or whatever room you're struggling with and the after and how you feel just to hold on to that. Yeah, the progress and the difference. And I would even add, it would be maybe a fun exercise if you, I don't know, I'm always like, well, no one really prints photos anymore to write on the back, but I don't know if you can do notes or tags in your photos, but to be like, this is how I was feeling. I was super stressed out. And then in the after photo to be like, I can actually breathe. I can actually not feel panicked. And just to affirm the difference, not only in the space, but who you are as a person and how you feel. Yeah, absolutely. And not just like the writing it down with the photos is huge. The photos are huge and the writing is huge. So wherever you write that down, even if it's in a journal or whatever, and even if you're not much of a writer, like I'm not. And back when I was going through my growth season, God was constantly like, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd go buy a new notebook instead of actually just sitting and writing down like how I was feeling where I had plenty of notebooks. I could have just grabbed one out and jotted down a few things of how I was feeling. So over the years, I only got a couple of notebooks, just a little bit full, but I still got some stuff, right? Because God kept reminding me through the whole, all the seasons. And now looking back at them, like it just takes a like one paragraph, maybe, and me looking at a date to realize how far I've come from that date and from how I was feeling back then in such a short time. You know, and so I think it's it is so imperative that we write these things down for our own, you know, future so we can look back at these things and we can remember where we used to be and congratulate ourselves for how far we've come. And that's the whole thing of noticing, noticing the progress, not just rushing through everything, just taking the seconds to be like, yeah, I handled this way better than I would have like a month ago or last week or whatever, like in our pursuit to do better and be better and improve our homes to, yeah, not miss all the little steps that are accumulating and and making things better. So yeah, which is exactly what you started with for this episode was instead of the, you know, point A to point B and the home edit, like snap your fingers done the journey, right? And like being thankful for the journey and and noticing the journey that is going on around us and in our homes and stuff for sure. Yeah. And so even though we want the snap our fingers and the magic wand um, that we can't get, there is we can get a little help that feels fairy like in a magic wand. So lovely people like you that can swoop in and help us when we're just like, I I can't. I I don't know. I can't even take the picture. I don't know. Help me. So please share like what you've got going on of how you can help and just realizing the power of the before and after that we've talked about this whole time, you guys, like the pursuit of the after, like get, have the right tool for the job, get the help (laughs) with the person to get you motivated. So please tell us how you can give us a boost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I went and I actually do virtual organizing sessions. And so even if it's something as simple, like it kind of can go one of two ways. One, it can be like a, hey, here is my life. Here's my home. 
give me a list to do for myself. Because for a lot of us, just having that list, then we can go do it on our own. It's just so hard to come up with the actual list. And then for others, it's actually better for me to be on there virtually and you turn your laptop around and I'm there being able to help you go through item by item, just like I would be if I were in person. Um, and so for your listeners, I've got it set up. If they go to pro organizers with an S coach, so pro organizers coach.com. And then as soon as they get there up at the top left, it says virtual organizing. Um, that will take them to my Calendly link. And for an hour session, it's only 75 or it's normally 97. So, cause I wanted to give your listeners some sort of like, okay, that's great, Samantha and Julie. Like you, you got me ready to like do something. But now I'm looking around and I'm so stuck. I literally don't know the next step. <laughs> you know, like I wanted to give them something that is like tangible that they could actually be like, okay, let me go do this thing and let, let's figure it out kind of thing. Um, and what I've learned over time, whether I'm there in person or I, it's virtual, wherever it is, there's an energy that comes with, oh, I've got an organizer coming or I've got, you know, an or even if it's virtual, I've got someone that's getting ready to see my space, kind of like the mother-in-law coming when I was younger, you know. And so, you know, there's literally this energy. And what I would say is if you come and like set up a session with me and then you start getting energy to do something, we'll do it. And then when I come on, we'll take the next steps from there and keep the keep the ball rolling because once you start that ball rolling it's a lot easier to keep the momentum going it's just the getting started part and there at the those first few steps of continuing it that it seems like we kind of get stuck but once we get in that routine or we figure the answers out then we're able to do it then we're able to keep going and so um, yeah. And then if you guys want to listen, I don't know if any of you are entrepreneurs, but, um, if you go over to pro organizers coach podcast, even though it's for professional organizers, a lot of my interviews are just for like entrepreneurs and Christian entrepreneurs in general. I want to help the women that are coming after me, not only help themselves, but also help their clients. So it's like a twofold kind of thing. And so every time I go to interview someone or every time that I'm helping someone in an organizing session. My goal isn't just them or and just their stuff. It's their stuff. It's them. It's their families. It's their, you know, it's like their whole everything. Like, how can we help everything in these few hours or in this one hour session or whatever our time together looks like? Yeah, that's amazing. Just facilitating the habits and mindsets and systems that are going to benefit the kids as well and to learn those tools that we can break the cycles of clutter and all of that creates for us. And thank you so much um, for that gift, you guys. That'll be in the show notes for the link. Like you're not going to regret making progress on your home. Like you're just, you're not going to be like, oh man, I really shouldn't have done that session and made my house get better. So it's really... It's really a no-brainer, you guys. Like, do do this for yourself so that you're not, especially we're getting close to the holidays and all that and more things are coming in. Like, we want that fresh start for the new year. There's no better time and no better likely time to get motivated than around now. So use any little edge <laughs> that you can to help yourself move forward. So thank you so much, Samantha, for helping us kind of see that before and after and all these awesome practical tips to get us through this journey. 
Ah, thank you so much, Anne, for your podcast and everything you're doing. I would have killed to have your podcast to listen to when I was early in, you know, in my earlier stages with the kids and the dealing with all the stuff. And so I love what you're doing. Thank you so much Aww, from all of us moms out there. <laughs> Aw, thank you so much. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today and just going through all the aspects of the anxiety and stress that comes with clutter in our home and just seeing the transformation that's possible and the impact that has on you and your family. So I hope you're encouraged to take some small steps today to take a photo of one room and just kind of have your eyes opened of what you can start with, whatever tips and strategies that really stuck out to you today. I just hope you'll take one small action And don't forget, she is available to give you some one-on-one help there and give you a boost. Uh, Check the show notes for links uh, for her special offer for the virtual organizing and just to connect with her. Let's just make our home peaceful, a place that we enjoy. 